Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Welcome everybody, and it's great pleasure to have Paul Gay here uh, in this in this next uh, sharing regarding our podcast series, Elysium Built, Board Year Two Business of the Year Award winner. Just a phenomenal result, and uh, let me just share with the room: income increase in the financial year of 22, 93.5 percent. Gross profit volume increase and turnaround of 210.1 percent. Net operating profit increase in volume of 105.8%. Just a phenomenal uh, journey, and it continues to be as strong almost six months into this financial year, and it's a, it's a pleasure to have you in the room, Paul. Welcome. Thanks, Stefan. I'm really glad to uh, be here and um, have the honour of uh, being interviewed on a, perhaps my first podcast. <laughs> Mate, amazing. But um, as I just share that those data points, because, you know, being an award winner at Business Benchmark Group in a community that's truly benchmark and constantly pushing the limits as to what is and what could be. Um, so it's no, mean, no, no, no easy result to get. It's very data and results driven. It's not who does Stefan like this week and he wins it or she wins it. It's truly a... Uh, a, uh, a, an award that's won on consistency and numbers and, and continual improvement, top line, middle line and bottom line. As I share those data points, 93.5 in income, 210.1 turnaround in GP, volume that is, net operating profit volume increase of 105.8. How does that resonate with that description for your business that in the, in the, in the last 18 months has also moved from its head base headquarters in Brisbane to being set up on the sunny coast, on the beautiful sunny coast, and re almost reinvigorating a new a new way of doing the business. How does that all sit with you? Oh, look, we're pretty uh, pleased with how we've gone. Um, we, did we think that we'd achieve those numbers um, eighteen months ago? No, uh, not at all. We, I guess, we were just a run-of-the-mill, you know, suck-it-and-see sort of building business, husband and wife building business. Um, you know, we've got a pretty basic business model. We subcontract everything out and it's us. That's it. Um, yeah, we changed uh, our headquarters or our, our place of residence from Brisbane to the Sunshine Coast, which has been a great move. That, that, you know, we wish we'd perhaps done a few years earlier. Um, we put it off and put it off, but we've done well with that move. Yes, with anything with a, a fresh start and a new location, you get to you do. You don't have to be the same person or the same business or, or whatever. You can you, you can you can go to a new place and be a different person. You can. I mean, we are the same people, but of course. But we just wanted to. We found when we came to the sunny coast that it's a very clicky regional town. You know. Um, the builders, uh, the, the architects. Oh, time out, time out. Okay, Nikki, good. It's good that you picked that up. Um, yeah. All right, so. The sound is dropping in and out there, Paul. Oh. Yeah, it is. So do you have a headset? 
have, but it only plugs into an iPhone. Okay. All right. Um, is your internet stable? Are you getting any notifications that your internet isn't stable? strength okay when you face a certain way so when you face to the side the sound isn't as clear oh, okay it's one of those so if i go like that it doesn't sound as clear. when you're moving from it's yeah, when, it's you're, when moving you're moving side to side but if you if you stay centered where wherever the speaker on the laptop is or your computer it comes through clear yeah i try and keep my head just keep on talking as you're moving and I'll tell you where it's right. Um, yeah, well, I'll try and keep my head. So there, right at that at that distance. Yeah. It's when you go back, because I was noticing that before. Right. When I'm okay, so when I'm rocking back, it's or if you're going side to side. So if you stay here. centered, yep. which is probably the proximity of this speaker without interruption, yep. okay. that's where you're gonna get consistency, I think. Well, that's what I've been noticing for the last five minutes. When you're moving, the sound's in and out. Um, so if I just keep talking. From there. Coming back now. Like, again. Keep on talking. Keep on talking. Um, I'll, I'll tell you when we're officially starting again. So, Nikki, I'll, if we go back a couple of moments and you yeah. pick up from being at the sunny coast, obviously change of identity, Let's pick it up from that clicky bit. So, Nikki, make a note. We'll pick it up. Being at the Sunshine Coast, we realise things are clicky. You pick it up, Paul, and think about going back to that conversation yeah. saying, yeah. But, you know, what we've had to do, it's given us a chance to, you know, re re yeah. re reinvent our identity. It's been really cool because it's almost like being a blank canvas. We've maintained our strong relationships in Brisbane and we're growing some great relationships in, in the Sunny Coast. So that's how I'd pick it up to get the edit on point. Um, so yeah, so, so coming to the sunny coast, we realised that um, that it was a clicky environment with the architects and designers. They had their regular builders, and uh, we made some relationships with with some designers. At the, and it went back to where the new kid on the block. Uh, they flick us a set of plans and say, "Here, you can have a go at pricing this." But it really it sent us back to where we didn't want to be, which was just a price checker and one of three pricing jobs. We really wanted to implement a new strategy, came to the sunny coast, we wanted a new start, it was a blank canvas. We've been speaking with a lot of professional builders that had already started this process. So, Paul, amazing, you know, the uh, the shift from uh, Brisbane to sunny coast and almost an opportunity to reinvent yourself. In saying that, though, how long have you been part of the Business Benchmark Group community? Uh, we have been with Business Benchmark Group for probably just over two years. So it seems like a long time, but it's also been a quick quick journey as well. It's amazing, yeah. I mean, when you just say two years, it seems like five minutes ago when I first met you. It's unbelievable. How did you find out about Business Benchmark Group and why did you decide to join the program? Uh, we got introduced by John Harris, who we'd known for a couple of years prior uh, to, to, to meeting you guys. And we'd been part of another business coaching program, um, but we weren't quite getting the results that we were after. Um, so when John uh, reached out to us, um, we, th we thought we'd decide to, to speak with you, Stefan, and, and, and check out Business Benchmark Group. Yeah. Oh, well done. And um, let's start with your professional life. I mean, you know, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're uh, 
your trajectory as a uh, as a business, but more importantly as a leader and work closely with your life partner Lisa there, and it's just been amazing. But let's just start with your professional life. How has being a part of the Business Benchmark Group made a difference to your business? Well, it's definitely given us uh, an education on just how and what a business owner should be doing for a start. Um, as a result, um, we've definitely got more money in the bank than we did two years ago. So that's always a good, a good thing. Um, we know where we will be in 26 weeks time. Previously, we didn't know our position um, one month um, from another. So it's uh, quite reassuring that we, we know what to do. It's just a matter of doing it. Yeah. So again, I think, I think you're tapping into uh, the 26 week rolling cash flow. But, but, but in saying that, if we reflect on the six pillars that we're constantly building here and, and creating greater levels of uh, uh, critical thinking around your default diary, which is your time management uh, um, um, tool, your key numbers dashboard, the quote register, the work in progress register. The 26-week rolling cash flow, KPIs and critical drivers, whether you've got a subcontracting business model or a in-house full-time employee model, the, the ability to be clear about roles and responsibilities, the six pillars. As I as I share those six pillars, which are fundamental for every client in our community, whether you're a 10-year-plus client or you're a 10-minute-plus client, reflecting on those six key pillars, and you mentioned the 26-week rolling cash flow, how have they and how do they continue to be a reference point for you? Uh, well, the default diary in particular, if we start with that one, um, I do run a, a, a quite a structured weekly diary uh, with all my tasks planned in it. Um, I have time allocated now for business owner time tasks that um, have helped me and, and us as a business move, move forward. Um, they're, they're, they're blocked out. Yes, they get shuffled around a little bit, um, but as a whole, my week is pretty well structured and I plan it right from the start, whether it be on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning or something like that, I will do that. Um, and that's that's been a game changer for, for me. Um, financial mastery, um, since developing the discipline to complete our key numbers dashboard and our 26-week rolling cash flow, flow forecast that's the 26 week rolling cash flow forecast is is just something that has helped us or helped me be able to to when my head hits the pillow at night to be actually to, uh, to be able to go to sleep rather than stare at the ceiling wondering what's going on um so that's been great quote and whip register is something that i do i i'm a bit of a spreadsheet sort of guy um so i don't mind updating those sort of things um I do them on a Friday, definitely on a Friday, maybe once during the week uh, with the WIP uh, and sales register, quote register. Every time a quote goes out, we, we make sure we do that um, um, just as, as just peace of mind as well. Um, that the, the work in progress register, I think, goes hand in hand with the 26-week rolling cash flow forecast to help. It just solidifies where you're going to be in the next you know, six, 12 months. We've, we've got it out now to 14 months. I've added some more columns um, just, just to help um, with that. Our uh, GP mastery, our GP currently sitting at 46, uh, 41%, which is fantastic. It's never been higher. Um, we track it weekly for all projects um, and are consistently looking for ways to increase um, and to get better. Now, KPIs and drivers, 
is one area that in the next 12 months uh, we want to uh, be really developing and more importantly uh, using um, to improve. Yes, we've done some work on it, but have we implemented it? No, that's definitely somewhere um, it goes hand in hand uh, with roles and responsibilities. Um, having a business model like ours, when it's just um, husband and wife, you tend to know your roles. Um, it's just, you, you just know, you just work off each other. Um, but for a business to grow, our business to grow in the future, um, we need to start really documenting those processes down and um, so that we can at least pass on and train and, and, and know how to move forward. And also, you know, being at that level of peace of mind, not so much financially because you're obviously mastering and continuing to flex muscle in your awareness around that. But being in a position where you're getting some of your time back, you know, creating space on a personal level and, and allowing, creating an environment where people can grow. That's the power of KPIs and critical drivers or roles and responsibilities, talent mapping, which are some of the tools that we uh, definitely focus on. And it's, and it's not that important that you do it overnight. What's way more important is when you get to it, you're committed to it. Yeah. Everything's a building block. Everything's a yellow brick road. We're always on a journey to something. I'm also reflecting on what you shared earlier um, when you shared that, you know, you shifted from Brisbane to, to the Sunshine Coast. You had, to, you, had, you had an opportunity, let's call it, to, to reinvent your blank canvas as to what does Elysium built stand for? How do we become more attractive? And, you know, the early stages, as you were sharing, you know, you you were one of three quotes and you were being, it felt like you were being a little pillaged, right? You felt like you were being a little abused and, and you've mastered this new way of, hang on, if we're going to be attractive, well, let's work on that. And that has an enormous piece around the six pillars working with it because, in a default diary or in a in an alternative diary or a time management um, tool, I get to choose the times I'm going to be at the front end of returning calls, adding value, being in conversations about helping people to buy, giving them peace of mind and trust. This is their home that you're building, whether it's their first, second or third home. Yeah. You've got to give these people that are buying your skill set and experience, but most importantly, they're trusting in you what is, for many reasons, their biggest investment they're ever going to make in a long time. So having a time management system, Paul, and I've been watching you and Lisa do this um, over the initial uh, period, but more so in the last 12 months since you've gone up to the sunny coast and um, really settled in. Your ability to add value because you're more structured with your time is second to none which I, I definitely hang your hat on, that is a major driver as to why you've had the success in your scoreboards is because you're more organised. Yeah. Yeah, we feel that we're, um, we're on track. Well, I mean, we're hard workers. I mean, there's no secret. There's no silver bullet there. Uh, if you're not going to be a hard worker, you maybe need to try something else. Um, but, yeah, I just think that, that um, as you touched on, um, giving away free time like taking on a, a, a renovation or a new build quote to do and you know that you're one of three um, because there's, there's never any relationship in that. We, we didn't know any designers. We didn't know any architects. We didn't know the owners or the clients, um, let alone a, a reasonable trade bank up here on the Sunshine Coast. Um, it, it, it's just, it was just wasting our time. And I'd been down that road many a time. I, the amount of jobs that I've 
sat there and I've spent 100 hours or more putting together probably the more professional proposal out of the three builders. Um, on it, it, the proposal goes in on time. It's it's probably mid mid range in price. Why wouldn't you go with us? Well, the only reason that we weren't winning jobs jobs was there was just no relationship. We weren't tried and true. Um, you know, we always say that the longest marriage in a in a building program or pro project is the owner and the builder. It's not the architect or designer. It's and that's why a builder should be introduced at the very get go to form part of that um, team of consultants so that they, they, we, we have that ability then to, to prove yourself. That's the ability, that's your chance to shine. I mean, there's a part of that, Paul, that truly um, sounds edgy, like it sounds, oh, that's ruffling the, wow, that's, that's ruffling the status quo. But in saying that, it's the absolute truth. Like the most important party in constructing the home from go to woe is the builder. And therefore the earlier the builder gets involved and engaged, yeah. not only is it a time saving and a, and a resource saving opportunity because builders do have by virtue of their experience, a different way without cutting shortcuts or not, you know, taking a risk in certificate of compliance. Cause you know, that has to be done in a certain way to get to a place that can be more affordable yet spectacular. Yeah. It can be more results driven, yet it ain't the 42 squares that we wanted. It's the 38, but my God, who would know, right? Yeah. So it is imperative that, um, and I love, I, I, I've loved watching the Elysium built um, journey and listening to, you know, every, every at every strategic meeting, at every roundtable group, at every masterclass when you've attended, you know, when you speak of, and this is what we do and this is how we do it and, Interesting, and interestingly enough, our, our schedule is full and our conversion rate is high. Holy moly, how is this happening? So I love what you're doing. I just want to, again, I just want to just reflect on your time management as a business to afford you the ability to do that with class is not a fluke. It's because you have worked diligently in making sure that that time that's invested and afforded to your future clients and current clients is on point, including your suppliers who are also, you know, important clients of the business, right? Yeah. And you're at the sunny coast, so if you truly want to just uh, get into the personal stuff, you're, what, a five-minute drive away or a 50-metre walk away? How far are you from the beach here, mate? <laughs> uh, look, we're 250 metres from from the beach. I'll oh, get, stop it. <laughs> get teased. I've made some some good friends, some of the old sur surfing uh, guys, uh, first name basis now when you paddle out the back and uh, they, you know, tease me because I ride my bike with my surfboard rack on it. I love it. So, <laughs> so, so on that, in your personal life, like, you know, we've just sort of tapped into the business stuff and we'll get back to it, but you, you really create a really cool segue here, right? In your personal life, how has being part of the Business Benchmark Group community made a difference to you and your loved ones? Not only Lisa, your partner, your wife, but also the children and the people that, again, you know, the, the push through. I forget about the COVID years, we're talking post-COVID now, right? So how has, again, being part of a community that's, yeah, let's be at a benchmark level with our business, but not at the expense of being at a benchmark level with our life playing out? Yeah, I, I guess since being with Business Benchmark Group, our understanding of our financial position has enabled, it's reduced my stress levels to a place where I may be, might be, 
a little nicer to be around um, around the house. You know, uh, they get they get fun pulled back. Uh, where you know sometimes you get asked where where, where did he go to? You know, <laughs> uh, you know if I'm if I've got time to go and you know have a surf or walk the dog or or you know whatever, it, it's 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 a, it's a nice thing. Good. And, and again, you know, the, the, the time comes in a certain day where you're just putting the tools down and, you know, then there's, there's, there's me time, there's us time, and that's outside of the business. That's so, it's so imperative to a continuous, um, um, you know, successful business and life, right? So really, really important. In the past 12 months, what have you done differently that you believe has helped you to win this award in 2022, the Board Year 2 Business of the Year Award? Well, we're focused on all three areas, lead flow, workflow, and cash flow. Um, basically, we've tightened the screws based on our increased understanding of our numbers. And we've really become non-negotiable on the process that we just spoke about. If people don't go and, 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 and uh, engage us to, in a pre-construction uh, consultation process, they are not our ideal target market. And we find that when we are engaged to be part of that team, um, we get to build a relationship with the owners. We know the job back to front. And, and, and it's more educating owners that, that they can still go and get their three builder quotes if they want to. They, they just can't do it at the front end. They, a lot of people, they think I'm going to build or renovate. I must go and get, I'll get a set of concept design drawings and I'll go and flick it out to three builders and get a prop. You can't do that. They haven't got, they're missing something in their documentation that is required, whether it be a specification, a construction program, engineering, a certifier's assessment, whatever. We got to get them to a destination where they've got everything. And in that time, we will have priced it for them. Then at that stage, you can go and entertain, go and talk to two or three different builders that are driving around with free quotes written on the back of your ute because they're the ones that don't value their time. Uh, they're the ones that are, are displaying that we're not professional because they're saying free quotes when it, when it easily takes over 100 hours to put together a professional proposal. Um, so they can still do that. You just can't do it yet. You've got to go through this process. I love it. And, and, you know, for those for those that might be listening to this uh, podcast, they may be thinking, geez, Paul, you're making it hard for yourself and yet being really clear about that's your way and the Elysium built way for you guys right now is absolutely working. And it ain't, it ain't in the last five minutes. This is almost 18 months in the making that your demand, the request for, hey, can you fit us in? your conversion rates, your referrals. At the end of a job, five-star Google reviews and case studies coming out of your, you know, just just piling up. So what you're sharing here isn't an idea that isn't tested. It's an idea that has been tested and continues to be tested, and it ain't about being hard. It's about being as best we can aligned. Simple. Yeah, well... The building industry, in fact, is broken. It's back to front. It's it, it, it needs to be that the builders take more control. Um, you know, we're, we're the professionals. Um, we'll, we just find that the, the conversion rate, once someone, I mean, someone has gone through this process, it, it is nearly a formality. I won't you, say you it's... Know, yeah, just, just so that we don't go down a, uh, a rabbit hole here. 
in, in all fairness, I, I look at I look at um, strategic relationships in every industry. I just look at who's complementing the next professional so that the common client, the client at the end or the client in the middle is as best served. So our version of business benchmark group of that is accountants. Like the amount of accountants that we work with that are exceptional because they're doing their job for the client, we're doing our job, but collectively, in collaboration, the client is being better. And yet I also have accountants that say, no, no, we can do what you guys do at Business Benchmark Group. Why should our client work with you? And it's like, mate, sales, marketing, team culture, implementing and measuring and improving systems. Help me understand where you learned that in year three, your accounting degree. So don't get confused. You keep on doing what you're doing. It's very important, very important. And we're complimentary. So that whole collaborative, that strategic alliance, that piece, it's not for everyone. And I'm sure you're not working with every designer or or um, architect or whatever it may be, um, drafty in um, whether it's northern Queensland or, or southern Queensland. You're not working with everyone. There's there's the handful that, that are plenty and you're all on the same page. Mate, that's a win. Yeah, some of, them, some of them, uh, the first couple that we approached when we came up to the Sunshine Coast, they, they couldn't, architects and designers, they, they didn't quite get it. They still wanted to have that control. And it's like, well, we're not trying to take over the control. It's just that we're trying to put together a team here so that we can get the, get the owners to a place where they can understand what it's going to cost, everything that's... Yeah, and, and I love I mean, the, re- the reference there for me is it's an and, you know, the power of and versus the tyranny of or. Yeah, we're not here to take over. We're, we're, no. we're, we're here to facilitate. And um, consumers, like the owners are busy these Everyone's busy these days and they haven't got, they don't know how to get through the minefield of getting all their project documentation. So we're just here to, we put our building consultant hat on and we work for them. We're not necessarily, we don't, we don't even say, we may not even go on to be your builder. Yeah. So I guess when we, um, when we sort of, uh, I guess, met two and a bit years ago and you're at that crossroad and it was a very different version of the business. You're based in Brisbane. You're very clear about making the move. And, and we were also very clear and transparent about the, the good, bad and ugly about this move, right? And, and it was never about getting in the way of the move. It was just being more aware and, you know, as best equipped to ensure that the transition, you know, particularly the income transition wasn't going to be um, impacted significantly, which meant you were doing a lot of commuting at that point when you are in sunny and doing a fair bit in Brizzy. Yes. So We've passed that now where we've certainly put our anchors and our uh, foundational pieces in um, in our backyard at the sunny coast now. So what is the best thing that has happened to you or your business in the past 12 months? I, I guess, as you just touched on, we've, we've, we've broken into the sunny coast market, which is which is fantastic. You know, like I've, I could walk to the job, to one of our jobs that we've got going here at the moment, um, just up the road. Um, great clients and how did they get get us they saw the the signage on my car thought they'd give me a call but we put them through the process they understood the process they wanted to do do that so it's, it's turning out to be a great job um, not to say that we haven't got all, still a lot of work in 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 brisbane 
Stefan. Um, if anything, we're still getting a lot of in, in, inquiry. We can be very picky and choosy about it, but um, I think we'll still be commuting down to Brisbane. Um, both our kids still live in Brizzy, um, okay. so it's a good excuse to, you know, I don't mind driving down to Brisbane. I get to hear you. You sit in the front seat with me sometimes, <laughs> Stefan, um, and I listen <laughs> to your podcast. Imagine that, driving to Brisbane with Stefan. Make sure I'm drinking my quells because I do get vertigo, so look after me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mate, that's amazing. But more important, I mean, and we're not talking like, you know, Athens, bloody New York. We're talking, you know, it's Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast. I mean, you only need to drive to Melbourne from, from you know, eastern suburbs, and that takes four hours these days. My God. Yeah. So it's all, all very good. And, and I love the fact that, again, you're, um, you're open-minded about, again, you know, we're being, we're being a little more um, selective where, where we're always – at the front foot with 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 intent and and um, in all fairness respect, and we don't um, we don't embarrass people. We just educate them. Really, really important. So, what does success look like for you now, Paul? I mean, you know, the business that was versus the business that is, and the business that we're moving towards. Right? What does when you think about success and Elysium built? And we're pretty clear. We don't need to build a bloody you know. We don't need to build a multi 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 level business here, but we're building a business that's always moving forward. What does success look like for you now? I think just having more control uh, over our lives and what we can do. Um, we're really appreciative of the fact that uh, we don't answer to a boss. Um, uh, as, well, I answer to a boss. I'm married um, and, and work with her, so sorry about that. But um, she doesn't answer to a boss necessarily. But that, that's been a great... Uh, thing and that's that's the beauty of being a business owner. Um, you can do what you want when you want as long as you put the work in. Um, you know, if we want to go for a walk on the beach, we pack up tools, shut the office, and go. But we come back and we and, and, and we put the hours in some other time. It, it, it gets done, um, and being able to do what we want when we want is fantastic. And I think just upon reflection, and, and we've touched on it, but you know the. The move, the geographical move, the the pull on a personal level to go to the place you're at right now and make a life of it, make a business of it, and and the early stages right now are indicating, wow, there's more of this, and it's only going one way. That is your life and your business, by the way. It's going more and more towards that place of you know freedom of choice, and freedom of choice. At some point, you know, you, you touched on it before. As, as potentially team start entering and or are a considered part of the next moves. And, and it's not about answering to a boss. It's not that at all. It's actually, you know, at some point we can leverage this thing because we're proving to uh, conquer things that we could have thought were impossible years ago. Mm. And we're making money and we're having fun. So, and we're, you know, getting amazing feedback who of our clients who most of them are becoming our best friends, which is even, it's scary in a way, that one. But it's um, but, but it's it's testament to the work you're doing, right? Testament. So what three key areas of your business do you want to work on? When, when I think about three key areas, I'm talking about, um, you know, can our time management continue to improve via the leverage of people, via the leverage of systems? Um, money. How do we um, continue to, to to be more effective, more efficient, and ultimately be um, more productive 
more relevant with what we do, how we do it, and therefore it's not about increasing prices or being more expensive. It's about being more effective and more efficient. Or team, yeah, that whole leveraging team, whether it's your subbies um, stepping up and perhaps taking on um, more um, ownership and responsibility of the projects with you. So they're no longer subbies. They're now partners in what we do, which is an interesting concept, right? If we go back to some of the things we were talking about with architects and designers who are partners now and you're collaborating. So what three, what, what, what are your views and or thoughts around the three key areas as it relates to time, team and money that you're going to consistently be pushing forward in the next um, period of the business? Uh, I guess when you, when you talk of time, um, time in life and business, um, I believe that having time to do what you're interested in is worth more than money at times. Um, because you just don't get, I mean, you can go and make money, but you can't get your time time back. Um, and I think a lot of us have wasted enough time over our lives that um, I guess if we hadn't have wasted time over our lives, we wouldn't have the experience to, to, to realise that or understand that. So uh, a bit of a catch-22, that one. But, um, uh, yeah, just to, to create time um, with leverage as, as well. Um, money, money's a given. Um, I like the prospect of having money. Um, I've worked extremely hard in my working life, um, starting as a you know a carpenter towing a tool trail around. Um, you know, working really hard. I, I know my body is is regretting that in a lot of ways. Um, I've I just I don't work on the tools much. Um, if at all at the moment, but I only got to pick up a shovel or a, a hammer and my back gets put out. Um, so um, I just think that, um, yeah, the ability to create a system that will, will create money is, is, is something that we'll continue to work on. And, and um, just with, the, with, with team is just to continue to um, develop good networks up here we haven't reached out to as many designers or architects up here as we'd like to that's definitely an area that we would really really want to be working at because once they get it get the system get get the, the idea um it actually helps them as well it, it really helps the conversion rate of what they design that that, that turns into a, a a built project at the end of the day um, there's a lot of the big percentage of jobs that uh, designers and architects uh, design that, that that don't ever, you know, turn dirt. So, um, and and that's an interesting point, isn't it? Which again just puts that spotlight on the way you're choosing to be your yellow brick road to A grade customers and A grade, um, you know, um, partners and how you do it. Really, really cool. So. If you were to be specific in terms of the next 12 months and um, or, or, or this financial year, next financial year, 23 or 24, um, what, what specific goals do you have, whether it's, um, whether again, it's a GP or whether it's a total employment cost versus income ratio versus it's um, number of case studies and or completed work with five-star Google reviews, you know, so what are some of the, the go-to targets for you and the business in the next 12 to 18 months, if you were to be more specific about that. Yeah, okay. Well, we've had our building business for just over six years now. I believe that um, we really need to double down on our average annual turn. We, we had a goal that we would want to double our average 
annual turnover in the next 12 months um, to set up an awesome next five years. So it's got to happen in the next 12 months. Um, we can do this by increasing our average dollar sale, not necessarily taking on more projects. Um, with some of the, the, the average of uh, dollar value of projects that we've had in the last 12 months has been relatively low compared with the, to where we really want to get it to. Um, so I don't want to become busier building more projects. I just want to stay at the same, I guess, capacity of jobs, but with the we really are now starting to track over the last four months our average sale um, and are working hard with our marketing and uh, really being, I, I guess, with our sales, really driving at that client that's got going to deliver a higher um, value job. And, and, and again, the issues with logistics and supply and then you think about, you know, the, the tightness in the labour, even subcontracting um, um, market and accessibility of those resources. When you think about, um, you know, the, the schedule and some of the things that we can't control, inclement weather, I mean, you know, half of Australia has been underwater for most of this year. Yeah. It's been a real challenge and we can't control that one with the best strategy in the world cannot control that one. So when you think about all that and what you just shared, you know, just so, so elevating value also brings with it a price conversation. There's no two ways about it. So if I was to ask you how many of your last five projects got delivered on time and on budget for the customer, in other words, there was no surprises. There was no, it wasn't a fixed locked-in contract, but there was a conversation about things as they were moving, right? Because the last five months have been challenging with pricing. If I was asking the last 10 jobs, last five jobs, how many of them were delivered on time and on budget? And people said, thank you, right at the end. Because building and handing over a job, someone's home, it goes pear-shaped in the last 10%, right? In your in your business of Elysium Built, give me a, give me a give us a little bit of perspective on in the last 10 jobs, we we achieved what? Well, in the last 10 jobs, we have not had a job run over 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 program they've been on time every job and that comes from developing a detailed construction gantt chart program in our co-construct software program um, as far as price goes with our pre-construction consultation process we work with the owners to develop a full-blown specification that comes out of our co-construct software program, they get to be in that program as well. They, uh, we drive them to help us put that together because we want to put together as fixed a price as possible um, without allowances. There, there will be some allowances in there, that's, that's just a given. Um, and we build it off that. And we haven't had really, apart from any client requested variations, they've all been on budget as well. So, so if you think about those two key points on time and what you've just shared on budget, but intimately on budget, it's not even like Steph and I put them in a headlock and they just listen to what I say and they say, yes, we're in a consultative approach with the on budget piece. They're very engaged and very involved, very included. And the schedule, which is my responsibility, Stefan, is on track most times as in, you know, you've said every time, but I'm going to say most times, right? Those two things alone, 
absolutely equal a double up in your industry every single time and not a double up in I need two times the jobs. You might need one and a half times the jobs to get to the double up in revenue because the quality of client that you start attracting that is not committed to saving five cents or 5% because what they truly value is their own time and definitely their peace of mind and they want to be to the minute as to when they're moving in. If you've got a track record of, mate, the last 10 jobs, guys and girls, the last 10 jobs, here's their phone numbers, here's their numbers, go and speak to them, let's walk through the, the houses that we built. If you're doing that and you haven't been over budget, then your specific target of doubling up, not by doubling up jobs, but by, again, average dollar sale and elevated levels of customers that you're working with is a no-brainer, mate. Yeah. So fantastic, and I love it. And this is also, um, you know, you're, you're highlighting the conviction of staying on your path. This is my path. I know it's going to hurt in the early days and it's more my mindset that says that or my headspace that says that versus the truth. We'll get the breakthrough. Once you get the breakthrough, there's no turning back. And that's where you are, which is why I love I love this conversation, mate. And I hope everyone that's listening, you know, what is it that you think is impossible in your business, in your industry, in your niche, and what does possible look like? And go and do that. And uh, don't be cheap as to how you do that. Can you share any of our specific tools that you have found valuable, whether it's the client success support team, whether it's the roundtable groups, whether it's the monthly financial report, whether it's the key numbers dashboard and your unique logging to that, the quote register, the, the work in progress, the talent mapping, all that stuff that is afforded to you right now at, as you enter the third year of your journey with us. Um, which one of those specific tools Um have you found extremely valuable? Oh, there's a, there's a few. It's hard to single out. Um, I really get benefit out of um, the monthly financial report um, that comes to, to us. Um, and that only comes to us because we've been doing the giving you the numbers to be able to, to prepare that report. We understand that. Um, but being able to, to, to understand how that's put together um, has been really great. Um, it's been crucial to our understanding of our real numbers and where all the money goes. Um, another one, which is it's definitely a favourite of mine, is the sales and register. I just love seeing into the future, um, which is really reassuring. Yeah, no, amazing, mate. Thank you uh, again. And 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 there's and there's a handful of them there that you're definitely working on. Um, so far, much of the focus has been on default diary, obviously getting your time management and truly stepping up to the plate with that identifying your ideal target market, which you've definitely done a deep dive on, ex expressing and sharing so much uh, here this afternoon in this uh, podcast, knowing your numbers, the importance of that, the quote register, succession planning, which is something that you're, uh, you alluded to is coming as it relates to, okay, at some point, I can't be chained to the wheel here. I've got to build something that's got some reliability outside of just me. How have these activities improved your business? I think uh, it's... The collection of all of them put together it's just understanding that that without you, you can't have one without the other you, you've really got to work hard on all of them put together um so that's it's just been fantastic just to be able to to chip away and if we haven't understood we've we've been able to attend a round table or or, or something's been 
available to us from Business Benchmark Group that we've been able to tap into and say, hey, oh, that's right, I need to get a refresher on this or that. And, um, yeah, it comes with time, and, and, um, but it's certainly improved our, our business. Um, and I just think that the, the, it's all in the doing. Um, never really a lot of fun doing those sort of mundane things but as you say if you build the muscle you'll it becomes a habit and um yeah doing all of those like not rearranging your default diary too much you know keeping it as as, as pretty solid as you can um ideal target market's been really good um for us we're certainly getting to know our numbers a lot better um, there's a lot of work that we still got to do with our understanding with that. Quote registers being good um, and succession planning. Well, I never even thought about succession planning. Um, so that's just something that um, I guess we've just got to keep growing and um, uh, consolidating the work that we've done. Well, yeah, and, and, and the reference to keep on growing doesn't necessarily mean you need to have a team of 20 on the books at some point sooner than, than necessary. It's about surely thinking about, okay, well, at some point leveraging out maybe two or three people on the internal team, supporting the 20 or 30 or 40 uh, trade trading gangs that we're working with out there is um, is a potential model because we don't want our business dying when we die. We don't want our business being shut down because we ran out of steam or energy or, heaven forbid, something um, unplanned occurs. Right? So creating those insurance policies is very, very important. What has been your favourite aspect of your uh, program so far? You've done, you've done two, two years at the uh, at Business Benchmark Group. Your first year was at the university program. You graduated into board uh, year two and now you're moving into year three, which is phenomenal, mate, and uh, it's awesome watching the journey. But uh, what has been your favourite aspects of your program so far? Um, this will be a strange answer, but I, I, I do think it's the accountability required um, to move forward. Um, if you're not succeeding at something, it's probably because you're not putting the work in. And I think, um, well, there's no magic bullet at the end of the day. Either you're in it or you're not. And I mean, um, you know, sign up to, for a gym membership or a pottery class if you're not going to put the work in. Um, so as, as uncool as that answer may sound, it's the accountability is, is my favourite thing. It keeps me accountable. Like I, I, I don't want to let not only myself down, but I, I, you know, otherwise I might as well just not do it. And it's, well, it's, it's, it's giving us benefit we're seeing results so why wouldn't you do it so just that's it you just do I, I, I resonate with that paul in 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 a big way i resonate not because of your you're sharing that with me but it's my view since a very young age and and you know 30 years on i still have coaches and mentors that do exactly that you know they 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 they're there to ensure i do less stupid stuff Charles Munger, the uh, Charles Munger is the uh, he's the let's call it the business partner to uh, to Warren Buffett, and 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 Charles Munger says if people spent 10, 10x of their time, in other words, if they could be ten times more focused on doing less stupid stuff versus trying to be smart, they'll be ten times more successful. So when accountability enters the room and we allow accountability frameworks to enter the room, 
interestingly enough, freedom of choice is around the corner, mm. which is like it's one of those anti, well, I didn't think that would happen if that happened. So, you know, it, it's really important we pay attention to that. I'm going to ask a series of questions and you're going to answer. So it's like a bit of a speed, it's, it's a speed approach now in these questions and you're going to, I'm going to make a statement or ask a question, you're going to answer the blank, right? And we're talking to Paul Gay from Elysium Built on the Sunshine Coast, Board Year 2, Business of the Year award winner. So good to have you here, Paul. So I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to fill the blank. Business Benchmark Group helped me. Understand why I've always gotten what I've always gotten. I understand the numbers a lot better and, and there's more work to go, but hey. You're on the right track. How are you feeling now compared to how you were feeling six months ago? Um, well, I'm more focused on converting and controlling what's in my control. Uh, there's been a lot of outside noise going on um, and yeah, Business Benchmarks Group has helped me cope with, with some of that. How has Business Benchmark Group helped you and your business so far? Uh, well, we now have a vision of growth based on, on the growth over the last two years. Um, we definitely have a renewed motivation to get things done on a daily basis that inches us towards our short, mid and long-term goals. Um, you know, I just glance up from my desk every, my flight plan is just, just there. It gets updated every six months and at least we've got some sort of goalposts that we're, we're, we're running, we're going to that end of the field. Love that. When we reflect on our award winners, one similar trait is that you do the work. Can you walk us through your typical day and expand on how you push through when the days are crazy busy? Well, some slash most days um, don't always go as planned. I have all good intentions of doing uh, the important over the urgent things but get sidetracked constantly um, i'm driven by fear of failure um, and defeat um, something that i've always battled with all my life whether it be a good thing or a bad thing but um, i eventually find the time um, no matter what to get the task done you know, I either stay up late or get up early to complete you know whatever doesn't get done um, i'm up relatively early um, lisa and i will We've got the dog off leash beach, which is 250 metres away. We take the little cavoodle down and that's that's been a good way of getting to know people up here as well. Um, you know, everyone loves, you know, chatting with people with dogs and um, I go for a surf when it's not, when it's when the weather's okay. Um, with, you know, the beach, pool, we've just put a pool in. Um, I love a beer on a hot day. I love a beer on a cold day, actually. Um, <laughs> um, good dinner and red wine. That's, that's where love we're it. at. So cool. What do you think it takes to succeed in business? Um, look, I would say number one would be mental toughness. Um, soft minds need not apply. I, I don't think yeah, it's in the building industry. It's hard enough, uh, tough enough gig at the best of times. Um, number two, I would say consistency. Um, just to keep showing up, You've got to show up. Um, probably that blends a bit into mental toughness because you haven't got mental toughness, you won't show up anyway. But um, it certainly is a requirement to keep doing the things that need uh, that you need to do um, when you don't want to. 
and it's okay to have some fun, right? It's okay to have some fun. I mean, you know, success in business must also rhyme with it's okay to have some fun. Have you found a special place for your award trophy? This one here. <laughs> Mate, I love it. It sits in the office. We, we can see it. It sits beside a, a, a Master Builders Award that we won in actually in our first year of being in business. We won a, a wow. Home of the Year Award, which is which is great. Um, That's amazing. I, I, I'm not a believer in putting, you know, putting it in a box and putting it in a cupboard or something like You need to see it because uh, you can focus on w- what you did uh, we're certainly going to market it. That's that's for sure. Um, yeah, we know we're really proud of it, and yeah, we want to be able to see it. Right, power to you, mate. What is your overall assessment with your time with Business Benchmark Group today? Um, rewarding time spent with Business Benchmark Group today. Really looking forward to forging friendships within the, the Business Benchmark. Uh, staff and the cohort that we've been on the journey with um, and that was the good thing about um, coming down to Melbourne for the for the awards night was actually putting um, uh, you know seeing that the people in our group were real um, you know there's some great people in there and I'm sure we'll be friends and uh, really looking forward I mean we'd do it twice a year we'd hop on a plane and I mean I love coming to Melbourne um, shame it wasn't in the footy season but you know um, uh, we come to Melbourne anytime. You click your fingers, we're there, mate. <laughs> what does a business benchmark group winner do with his free time? Um, well, definitely surfing. Uh, we do a bit of yoga, um, getting the body's a bit old and um, getting very sore. So I try to do yoga twice a week. Um, um, I love footy coaching. I do one-on-one personal uh, coaching. Um, for uh, Andrew Rains, he's got a, a company called One on One Footy Coaching. So I've one of, I'm one of his coaches um, around the country, and um, that's that's been enjoyable. Really, um, I love yeah, I mean, I love mentoring you know kids, whether it be you know from the the 12 to 18 year olds, uh, male or female. I just think that um, uh, it's a you know sport, and in particular, my passion, AFL footy, um, is. Uh, it's just a great uh, forum to be able to build relationships. And um, I've played footy at a pretty high level and uh, been part of the uh, Lions Academy um, uh, program for a few years. Um, had a year off this year, but um, yeah, it just went on coaching football. It just, I, I don't seem to think about business. And I'll hop back in the car and it's like, oh, gee, I haven't thought about, about business. It's a good, you know, for the last hour or two. And it's just a great way to be able to shut off and get away from it. That's so good and well done, man. And so much, um, so much respect for, again, you know, being part of successful, uh, uh, you know, organisations and the Brisbane Lions, of course, the Academy and, and, and again, helping younger children. I mean, I think there's there, there's a real cool thing there that, uh, mate, well done. Power to you again. Do you have any advice? Final question here. Do you have any advice for future business owners joining the Business Benchmark Group programs? Uh, look, I, I think if, if you're going to join, the, 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 the common theme is that if you're going to join, just do the work. Just get in there, roll your sleeves up and do the work because it becomes less painful as you go. Um, a little bit daunting at times, um, some of the yeah, material on a monthly basis, and you, you, you know, but 
once you work through it, it's a really good way of being able to think and reflect on your business and um, you just get these light bulb moments and you can implement what you need to do and um, certainly bounce things off you guys and it's been, yeah, it's great. So I certainly recommend it. Um, uh, I wouldn't look at the cost. I'd just be looking at what the, re what the, um, the reward is at the end of the day. Thank you, Paul. Awesome having you here uh, and contributing and collaborating on this podcast. Paul Gay from Elysium Built, Board Year 2, Business of the Year Award winner 2022. Been an honour and a pleasure to have you here today, mate. Well done. Thank you, Stefan. Thanks for having us and really appreciative of the award. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.